Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is, Flow, Flow, Flow Your Boat, Trust is Not a Dream, and was recorded on Sunday, September 25th, 2022. As it happens, my, uh, my talk today is about trust. So it's a great time to step into trust. And I grew up in Houston, so I've been through a few hurricanes over the years, so this is not like new to me, but it's been a while. Um, <clears throat> I remember um, in 1979, there was Hurricane Allen. I don't know if anyone remembers this one. It, it, and when you did a, an over, like a satellite picture of Hurricane Allen, it filled the entire Gulf of Mexico. And it's like the biggest hurricane ever, headed straight for Houston where I was living. And and I remember thinking, oh my God, I was playing the piano in the living room thinking, is this the last time I'll get to play the piano because the house will be destroyed and, and all that. Not a drop fell. Like nothing. And people had flown all their small aircraft inland 150 miles to San Antonio where they got destroyed by Hurricane Allen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you never know. Well, um, so my talk title, Flow, Flow, Flow Your Boat, Trust Is Not a Dream. And I, I love opening with a joke, so I have a little uh, true story to tell you. And this is about two guys. It happens to involve a, a light aircraft. It's a, it's a Sunday afternoon, and they decide they want to uh, find something to do. And, uh, and one guy has a little plane, so they decide they're going to fly out over the water for an hour or two and just enjoy their Sunday afternoon. So they, they're out for about an hour, and suddenly they have engine trouble and realize the radio's broken. They can't go back for help. They have to do a quick emergency landing on this little strip of island they find in the middle of nowhere. And, and they finally get out on the beach, and one guy is so nervous about the whole thing, and the other guy is just really calm. And the first guy says, oh, my God, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? There's, you know, the radio doesn't work. We can't call for help. And his friend says, well, just, just trust, just relax. I'm sure it'll be fine. But we have no food. We have no water. What do you mean? He says, well, listen, just relax. You, I think you can trust. You know, back home, you may not know, but my investments are doing really well. I'm bringing in like $10,000 a week. And he says, who cares? We need food. What are you talking about? He says, well, maybe you're not getting it. You know, I bring in $10,000 a week, and I tithe 10% of that to my Unity Church. And I know my minister will find me. <laughs> Did you enjoy that one, Ruth? <laughs> so trust. Flow, flow, flow your boat. Trust is not a dream. Um, I want to tell you a story of something that happened to me, and it's... Um, you know, Greg mentioned my Italy tours. I'm actually, a week from today, I'll be on a plane to Rome, you know, if, if uh, all things go well and if the, what do they say, if the creeks don't rise or whatever. Um, and uh, this, this particular thing happened to me on, uh, when I was f singing for a four-day intensive on this little island off the coast of Sicily. And uh, a wonderful experience. And when it was all over, I, I was settling up with the organizer and uh, and she paid me my fee, and I also submitted my expenses, which this time were like $90, and they, and they always paid mis miscellaneous expenses. Only this time she said, well, we're not paying that anymore. And my, my stomach kind of twisted in a little bit of a knot, and I thought, well, 
really? And it doesn't feel fair. But um, within a second or so, I heard this voice in my head, and it said, just let it go. There's a bigger plan afoot. You're always covered. Just let it go. So I didn't argue. I didn't bite the hand that feeds me. I just said, well, thank you very much. And I was on my merry way. I had to get to the Palermo airport for a short flight to Rome, and then to the Rome airport to fly back home to the U.S., like a nine-hour flight. Now, uh, another part of the story is I've flown so much with American Airlines, they always give me these, a lot of times I get a free upgrade to business class on that big flight across the Atlantic. So this, I had one on this flight. So anyway, I get to Rome to the, check, uh, the check-in desk at the gate, which uh, at the time is where I needed to get my boarding pass. And it's like 45 minutes before takeoff, so I'm in good shape. And, and I'm sixth in line, so I'm waiting for my turn to get my boarding pass, go sit in my cushy seat. And like 10 minutes pass, and, and I haven't, the line's not moving. It's like, okay, I'm getting a little nervous. And 10 more minutes pass, now I'm fifth in line. Finally, at the time of, of departure, it's finally my turn to talk to the gate agent. And she says, I'm sorry, sir, but your business class seat is no longer available. I'm thinking, again, my stomach, oh, but I was here 45 minutes ago. But, so I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do. If you must have a, a business class seat, maybe a tomorrow's flight or the next day, well, I'm not going to wait around Rome Airport for that. So, But then she said, however, if you'd be willing to go on this flight, we do have a seat for you and coach, and it's an aisle seat. And if you'd be willing to take that, uh, American Airlines would be happy to compensate you uh, with uh, flight vouchers for future flights on American Airlines in the amount of $3,000. <laughs> and I looked down and shuffled my feet and said, well, I guess that would be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I got on the plane. It was fine. It was, and ended up actually running into someone I hadn't seen in five years, which I probably wouldn't have seen, and had a great conversation. About an hour into that flight, I remember noticing... Wait a second, do you see what happened today? I let go of $90 over here, and the voice said, you're always covered, there's a bigger plan afoot. And I turn around a few hours later to catch $3,000 coming in from this side. And this totally supports you know, why I came to Earth, because I, you know, churches don't always pay to fly me around, and so it's up to me to, get, <clears throat> to be on tour, to fly to an area. And, uh, and here, I was just, you know, there's a bigger plan afoot, you're always covered, just let it go. That's what I heard. And look how covered I became within a matter of hours. Now, I think, I wonder, I, th- I thought about this, wonder if, if I had argued and squeezed, like, you know, you squeeze the garden hose so it can't flow. I wonder if this other thing would have happened if I had, mm, you know, bared down on it. I don't know. I think whatever energy we're putting out is what we receive. The Course in Miracles says the cost of giving is receiving. The cost of giving is receiving. Whatever you're putting out, plan on receiving it back. I, uh, I was talking with Ruth also about how when in the uh, 90s, Alan Cohen and I were touring. <clears throat> we came through the church where she was the minister. And, and uh, I've toured a lot with Alan for about seven years. He's a wonderful author. Anyone heard of Alan Cohen, The, the Dragon Doesn't Live Here Anymore, and some other? He has a fairly recent book called A Course in Miracles Made Easy. I don't necessarily believe that, but <laughs> um, I've been through the course. <laughs> anyway, uh, great fellow and a wonderful friend. And I remember seeing him from the stage once. He invited the audience. I'm going to ask you to do this too. He said, roll up your fingers to just make a little pinprick and just, you know, your forefinger and your thumb. And just look around the room through that pinprick. Will you do that with me now? Just kind of 
just see this little pinprick of, of information you're getting. And he said, out of all the things happening in life, this is about how much you can see. And then he said, now unfurl your fingers. And he says, and this is what God sees. And the ridiculous thing is we're busy trying to control the universe based on this much information. It's crazy. Do we, do we have any general managers of the universe here in the audience? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's time to let that go, huh? I, I wrote a song you know, years ago, it's called uh, In Time, and there's a, a great phrase in the chorus, it goes, In time, in time, we see the working out, and we find, we find that there's peace there. And what I, the message for me in that is, you know, if you're in the middle of some mess and, you know, this is happening, you know, why is this happening? But as you, as time passes, you realize that had to because it led to this, which led to that. And you, in retrospect, you start to see, oh, there is divine order in the universe. You know, we, we talk about it, but can you admit it? Can you see it and observe it? And, and so what I love about the principle of that is take that principle and now overlay it on whatever mess you're in this week. And just know that that is happening. You know, there, there are things that you don't see yet. And time and time, we see the working out. And we find, we find that there's peace there. There's another great quote in A Course in Miracles, uh, and I've used this as a, as a beacon for me. And it's a very simple one-liner. Trust would settle every problem now. Trust would settle every problem now. Now. Can we say that together? Trust would settle every problem now. And I've lived with that for a long time, and only about two or three years ago, something dawned on me about that statement. Do you know why that statement works? Because as soon as you trust, it's not a problem. If you can truly step into trust, you've kind of elevated out of the, out of the realm of being a problem. If you stepped into knowing divine order really works and that there's a bigger plan afoot and you're always covered, trust would sell every problem now, as soon as you really step into trust. I have a, a friend from my, the, I started going to Unity in Houston, a really large Unity church, and a friend there named Springborn, here's one of these one name people like Cher, Madonna, you know, Springborn. <laughs> And a real Renaissance man. He was into so many things, uh, you know, painting, brain research, architecture, music, theater. Just he loved everything. He loved life. And um, I remember uh, we were standing at church and chatting. He said, you know, Charlie, you know what I love doing? He said, I love putting myself out on the leading edge of my ignorance. Isn't that a great line? I love putting myself out on the leading edge of my ignorance. You know, ignorance isn't stupidity, it's just what we don't know yet, right? That on the edge of your new discovery. And it, it occurs to me that it takes trust to do that, doesn't it? Yeah. It takes those leaps of faith into the unknown. And you're always doing what you've always done in this little safe place. Where's the adventure in that? Where's the spiritual growth? Where's the stretching? Trust would settle every problem now. So I invite you, what are some new ways you can step out on the leading edge of your ignorance into new territory. I had an example of this one, uh, fairly recently. I'm a new homeowner for the first time ever, so Traveling Troubadour finally buys a home. It's the name of my story. And, and uh, 
And one night we got a knock on the door and someone said, did you know your sprinklers are spraying all over the place into the street? And I said, <laughs> quick, turn off the water. And so I got to learn how to be a sprinkler repairman. This is, the, this is on the edge of my ignorance. And I did it. And it's like, wow, I can do that. <laughs> it works. It's a, that was a great stretch for me. Just Sometimes it's the little things. Um, there's another great quote in A Course in Miracles. Uh, this is from early in the text. It says, I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because he who sent me will direct me. You know, we're, off, we're often, often so busy preparing, but why not just show up and let it be given to you? I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because he, she who sent me will direct me. And often we're called, like a friend calls up, hey, I need your help, can you come over? It's like, what am I going to do? Well, just show up and let it be given. Be present. Trust. Trust it will be given. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because he who sent me will direct me. There's a, another great quote about worry. So this has to do with worry. And this is a little bit different angle on things. Uh, Mark Twain once said, I've proven that worrying works. Have you heard this one? I've proven that worrying works because pretty much everything I ever worried about never happened. <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> Trust. Trust would solve every problem now. Um, I want to, uh, I, I seem to be doing a lot of quotes and I don't mind doing that, but there's a, a naturopath friend of mine and she said something to me once which truly changed my life. And it's really about the physical, but I noticed it also applies to the metaphysical. So what she said was, the body loves circulation. The body loves circulation. And that simple statement got me walking regularly every day. I realized, you know, I, could, I need to be healthier. I weighed about 198 when she told me that. I'm 176 now, just from regular walking. And it didn't all happen in a day, but just kind of regular maintenance. Just, and you know, when you think about it, just get the juices flowing and, you know, letting things go and just run your engines, you know. The body loves circulation. So that's, to me, that's a great health tip. And uh, I make, I do my best to walk 10,000 steps a day and I think it really serves everything. But what I noticed also is our relationships love circulation. And uh, sometimes that involves some trust. So I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes I've been one of these don't rock the boat people in relationship. Like, like say there's some issue that we really probably should talk about. But my thought is, is there any way I can kind of creep around this, <laughs> not say anything? And if, I, if, if no one brings it up, it'll just go away, right? Well, maybe, maybe not. And uh, what it reminds me of is when I've had the flu before, and and you'll usually if I have the flu, I'm overheating. I'm I'm on the tile floor in the bathroom, just trying to kind of stay cool. And often when I'm down there, and forgive my graphic talk, but uh, my body wants to let's say release. We know what I'm talking about. And uh, but I'm down there. My body wants to, but I do not. I don't want to go through that. I'm just I'm just going to hang. Can I get through this without having to release? It's the same principle, isn't it? If I would just let it go, I'd feel so much better. Just release, clear out, cl clean things out. And I think in relationship, it's the same thing, isn't it? If we just talk, just let it go. 
And what's to me, what's at the crux of that decision is can you trust that your love is greater than anything that comes up? And that's where trust comes in. Can I trust that our love is greater than any issue that might arise? And hopefully it is. Because that, that means it's real versus <clears throat> we're just creeping around each other without talking about stuff. Trust would settle every problem now. I want to start to close with a, a, a quote I heard from a, a minister in San Jose, California. I was doing the music that day, and he was doing the speaking. And he, I love how he, uh, he came up in front of the audience at the beginning of his talk, and he said to the congregation, I have a confession I have to make. So everyone's going, oh, I wonder what it's going to be. <laughs> is this going to be juicy? And he said, so I have to, I have to confess to you that every Sunday... I'm actually giving you the same talk. I just have to think of a different way to say it. He said, if I were to, to boil it down, I'm really just always telling you three things. And he said, this is what they were. Everything is God. This includes you. Act accordingly. Everything is God. This includes you. Act accordingly. Isn't that beautiful? Can we say that as an I statement? Everything is God. This includes me, and I act accordingly. Let's do that. Ready? Everything is God. This includes me, and I act accordingly. Let's do it again. Everything is God. This includes me, and I act accordingly. So as we step into that, that consciousness, where everything is God, and this includes me, Part of acting accordingly is then we're no longer looking at divine order as something over there. It's like suddenly we are living in as divine order. If everything is God and this includes me, if I can really rise to that consciousness, it's really beyond that, that calling for trust. It's just living in trust, in, in beyond trust, beyond the need for it. If everything is God, and this includes me, and I truly am flow, flow, flowing my boat, knowing that trust is built in, it's integrated, it comes with the territory. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.